Welcome to another episode of News Now, reporting on 328-2020. If you want to have a sponsorship with us, you can email me at news.now.podcast at gmail.com. A new website will also be put out soon. But as I said, it will be put out soon, and there is no website right now. Let's get right into the news. Starting with the COVID-19 update, more than 2,000 have died in the U.S. Just one day after the U.S. surpassed 100,000 confirmed coronavirus cases, the nation witnessed another grim fighter. Testings continues to expand across the nation, and the U.S. is sinking daily spikes under the number of recorded cases. Nearly 500 coronavirus-related deaths were reported on Saturday, up from 1,544 confirmed deaths 24 hours earlier, according to John Hopkins University Data Dashboard. The death poll was 2,010 on Saturday, shortly after 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That number is exceeded to rise steadily in the coming days and weeks, and health officials say the number of cases is likely higher due to the lack of testing. Nearly 18,000 new cases were reported on both Wednesday and Thursday, according to John Hopkins. More than 120,000 cases have been reported in the U.S. In all 50 states, the District of Columbia Puerto Rico, Guam, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. New York has reported the most deaths, followed by Washington, Louisiana, according to John Hopkins. The basics on the coronavirus. What you need to know. Healthcare facilities are stretched thin. States and cities across the country have instituted shelter-in-place and stay-at-home orders in an effort to curb the spread of COVID-19. Around the globe, more than 30,000 people have died and more than 657,000 have been confirmed to have COVID-19. More than 200 countries, areas, and territories have reported cases, according to the World Health Organization. This article was originally appeared on NewsNow. More than 2,000 coronavirus patients have died in the U.S. We will be right back. Today, we are sponsored by Lakers Fan 348. Are you organizing and cleaning out your house and garage while you are stuck at home? Lakers Fan 348 would like to help you make your wallet a little thicker. Before you throw away that stuff, speak to Lakers Fan 348 to help sell your previously loved treasures on eBay. Also, check out his eBay store at www.ebay.com slash str slash LakersFan348 store. He has all kinds of great products like Rams gear, collectible toys, and Starbucks barista bears. New items are added almost daily, and he has excellent feedback at a top-rated seller. Once again, check out LakersFan348 at www.ebay.com slash str slash LakersFan348 store. Now back to the news. One of the latest places, last places of normal American life cannot escape the outbreak. For a couple of weeks now, grocery stores have been one of 
the only respite from cabin fever. Fever. Despite all the lockdowns and social distancing measures across America, people still need food. In the most in the most restrictive states, the grocery store has become about the last place you can go where life is lived more or less as it previously was. Except now, not even grocery stores can be can keep up the fat the fa- facade of normalcy. As many health experts have feared last week, reports began to trickle in a grocery store workers coming down with COVID-19, the disease caused by the coronavirus. A Trader Joe's employee in Seattle tested positive. So did a did a King's Supers employee in Denver, along with two Fred Mayer employees, one in Mon- Mon- Monroe, Washington, and one in Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Uh, a worker at the Columbus Circle in Bryant Park, Whole Foods location in New York, through which thousands of people filter every day, tests, tested positive as well. So far, the virus does not appear to be extremely widespread among grocery workers. Nationally, the United Food and Commercial Workers International Union, which represents the employees of some grocery stores, said only six of its members are known to have tested positive for the coronavirus. But many more might have the virus and have not been tested. Until this past week, it was possible to at least wishfully imagine that grocery stores were somehow immune to the virus. Now the risk has become even more apparent. Yes, people can get COVID-19 at the grocery store. The primary concern for shoppers is other people, not food. Through shoppers might worry about the infected infecting themselves by handling the same apple or Cheerios box as someone else. Health experts say transmission through food it's wrap or its wrapping is largely avoidable. Research, uh, research suggests that the virus can exist on cardboard food packaging for a day and on plastic several days, but it becomes less than infected infectious over these periods. My recommendation is just to wash your hands after you handle external packaging. Angela Rasmussen, a virologist at Concern, but many stores have provided sanitizing wipes for those. Coughing humans, meanwhile, can be harder to escape. This is manageable risk for shoppers who can go to the store at odd hours and use the self-checkout, but at a high risk of infection are the cashiers themselves, who stand just a few feet from hundreds of customers a day. They might pick up the virus through food and money the customer touches. And if the customer coughs or sneezes near an employee while in line, the likelihood of transmitting the virus through respiratory droplet is also high, says Brandon Brown, a professor at U.S. Riverside who has studied infectious disease. 
In this way, the pandemic has put grocery stores, stockers, and cashiers in an impossible situation. The country can't simply shut down grocery stores, along with far pharmacies. They're an important lifeline for homebound Americans. But even essential shopping can endanger low-paid workers who are not trained in pandemic preparedness and have little choice but to show up for work. You'll be right back. This segment is sponsored by Anchor. Start a podcast at anchor.fm. It's an easy-to-use podcast creation system that automatically distributes your podcast. To get started, go to anchor.fm. Once again, that is A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. If you have a story to tell or just some news that you want to share with the world, you can go to Anchor and create that as a podcast. Like this podcast, which is also made on Anchor. Now... Back to the news. In good news, as cabin fever and anxiety sets across America, a team of New Jersey police officers tried to restore a sense of calm through a town favorite comfort food, pizza. With a lot of cheese, pepperoni, and goodwill, three police associations in Tom River, New Jersey, joined forces to purchase 300 pizzas for the community, which is under a statewide stay-at-home order to try to halt the spread of the coronavirus. Pizza is unique, Officer Jesse Rupert tells News Now. A large pie can feed a family of four, potentially. It's circular and brings everyone together to pull a slice off to eat. Amid the financial and emotional stress of the coronavirus pandemic, Robert C. says he hoped their pizza day would help families and businesses cope in uncertainty times with of social distancing. For families, it gives them a sense of normality by getting out of the house and getting into their favorite pizza shop. They could pick up the pies, not to sit down and eat, the father of two tells News Now. And for the pizza areas, the officer hoped to offer the feeling of a regular workday and extra business they could use. Socially savvy officers, Rob Darcy was inspired to organize the event after seeing a Facebook post showing colleges in a nearby town pull off their own pizza day. I said, why can't we do that? The officer called a colleague there and said, I'm going to steal this for our own town, he recalls. With a quick group text to some union members and a few calls to the local pizza shops, his pizza day was on a roll. The officers paid for the pies with charitable funds from their organizations. They wanted to keep their dollars local and stand with the owners who often support them. Our town is very supportive of us. We take care of our residents, Robertsy says. The officers announced the special events on their Facebook and Instagram accounts with a pizza graphic designed by their media office. Pies were prepared and served across six local pizza shops and ready for lunchtime. First come, first served, one per family. One pizza shop went above and beyond by throwing a free side of garlic knots with every order. Rizaberti says, all shops were sold out within 90 minutes. Our duty is to give back to the community, he tells News Now. He hopes the initiative helped those who needed it most. To give back to the community, who we are... (laughs) 
out of work and struggling at the time. Gets them a free meal. It's one free meal and it's something. Community spirit is not a novel concept for this town, Robert T says. After Hurricane Sandy, we were on a long stationary 24-hour tip point during the winter. The residents provided us with food, coffee, and firewood, he says. Now in kids' news. Texas, the biggest of the contiguous U.S. states, prides itself on being larger than life. Everything, from hairstyles to boot heels to food portions to mascots to convenience stores, the largest one boasts 80 soda fountains, is it factored? Once it should come at no surprise that the Lone Star State is also home to the largest signature on Earth. The massive Luiki, or L-U-E-C-K-E, spelled out with over three miles of trees, with each letter stretching thousands of feet in each direction, was created in the 1990s by a Texas cattle rancher, Jimmy Luckey, the former state trooper who made his fortune during the 1980s oil boom, came up with the idea when he needed to clear more of his large swath of land outside of the town Smithville to accommodate his growing herd. Instead of indiscriminately raising down the stores, Luckey decided to save a few hundred trees to carve out his name. In addition of being an ego boost, the letters helped divide the farmland and protected the soil from eroding. Over the years, the world's largest signature, which can clearly be seen from the skies, has also become a popular landmark for air travelers flying above eastern Texas, from Houston to Austin. The humongous geoglyph also serves as another important, albeit unexpected, purpose. It helps NASA astronauts determine the quality of their satellite cameras, according to a statement released by the U.S. Space Agency a few years ago. By, clearing, by clearing forest so that a pattern would be visible to landing aircraft, landowner outside Austin, Texas, created a target that is also useful for evaluating spatial resolution of astronaut photographs. For those unfamiliar with the term, spatial re resolution refers to the detail or the size of individual pixels at which a satellite sensor sees the Earth. A digital image with a higher spatial resolution comprises more pictures than a lower spatial resolution image with similar dimensions. The measurement helps determine the quality of the image and allows scientists to ascern how small the object can be for a sp satellite system to detect. Though Luckey was the first to think of this brilliant idea, he was not the only one. In 2005, Hamad bin Hamad al Naimian, billionaire in the Arab Emirates, carved his name in the sand of Al Futsai Island off Abu Dubai. This two-mile-long signature was made using connected canals that filled up with water during the full tide of, in the Parisian Gulf. However, for reasons unknown, the massive billboard was raced in 2012, leaving Luckey's signature the only one in its kind. We will be stop snoring with Zipa or your money back for your, or your money back. Zipa, which is happy Z spelled backwards is the only solution that comes with Z-Factor, our patent 
tongue elastic that ends your snoring. Plus, every Zipa packed by our 90-day money-back guarantee. Stop the root ca- causes snoring by going directly after the tongue. Zipa is, o- is the only snoring solution with a tongue strap. It's like a seatbelt for your tongue. It prevents the tongue from blocking your airway. Or revolutionary tongue elastic is your key to eliminate ultimate success. Every Zipa is guaranteed. If you are not completely satisfied, return it within 90 days for a full refund. Now back to the news. In business news, since the COVID-19 outbreak, many businesses have shut down and many stores have adjusted their business hours. Now that stores are open for a shorter period of time, employees are able to properly restock the shelves. Throughout Rouse's Market stores, the signs near certain items allurating customers only two items per person. We're trying to limit the product that that way everyone in the community, like people that come in first thing in the morning, they get stuff. We want that person to get that gets off at five o'clock. We want them to get their items also they need for their household, said the manager Robert Strand. Some shoppers agree with the store's new policy. We went to a few other smaller, more local stores today and couldn't find anything, so we came here because that's what everyone has been telling us to do. And if you walk in and that's the first thing you see, so we finally found toilet paper, said Shopper Ashton. Customers tried to shop safe by wearing gloves and masks, but it found it difficult to practice social distancing. The store manager said that said the crowd is getting under control and they are taking safety precautions for the customers. We're wiping down our carts when the customers come in. We're sanitizing our carts down. We have wipes when you walk in the door, Starin says. We will be right back. Today, we are sponsored by Lakers Fan 348. Are you organizing and cleaning out your house and garage while you're stuck at home? Well, Lakers fan would like to help you make your wallet a little thicker. Before you throw away that stuff, speak to Lakers fan 348 to help sell your previously loved treasures on eBay. Also, check out his eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash Lakers fan 348 store. He has all kinds of great products like Rams gear, collectible toys, and Starbucks barista bears. New items are added almost daily. And he has excellent feedback as a top-rated seller. Once again, check out his Lakers fan. Check out his web store at ebay.com/str/lakersfan348store. Now back to the news. Tokyo Olympic organizers seem to be leaning away from starting the rescheduled games in the spring of 2021. More and more of the signs point towards summer of 2021. Organizing committee pres- president Yoshiri Mori suggests there would be no major change from 2020. 
The games are meant to be in summer, so we should be thinking of a time between June and September. Japanese news agency's Kyoto reports Mori saying on Saturday. International Olympic Committee President Thomas Batch, after the postponements was announced in Switzerland on Tuesday, left open the possibility of spring dates. Postponed games were to have opened on July 24th and closed on August 9th. Mori suggested some decisions can be made as early as this week when organizers committee ex- executive board meets. Any final decisions will be made by local organizers in the IOC. And hundreds of sponsors, sports federations, and broadcasters. Athletes have been left in limbo by the postponements. Many have been forced to stop training because of the spreading coronavirus. Even those who can train have no idea about how to schedule training to reach peak fitness at the right time. Mori and Organizing Committee CEO Toshiro Motu have both said the added cost of rescheduling would be enormous. Early estimates put those costs at between $2 billion to $3 billion, with the several levels of Japanese governments likely to foot most of the bills. Tokyo's organizers say they were spending $12.6 billion to stage the games. However, a government audit report said it would cost at least twice that much. All but $5.6 billion is public money. The Switzerland-based IOC has contributed $1.3 billion to organize the Tokyo Olympics, according to local organizing committee's documents. It has a reverse fund for about $2 billion for such emergencies and also has insurance coverage. Now in weather. Expect a sunny week with a high of 72 degrees and a low of 52 degrees. On behalf of everybody at News Now, thank you for watching this episode of News Now. We will be back next week. This podcast was made with Anchor.fm.